0: This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. Seven teams in the AFC that are that are left playing this that are going to be playing this
1: weekend. So, I mean, just that opportunity in and of itself is is special and that gets you going. Trevor Lawrence, QB1, preparing to start his first postseason game for the Jacksonville Jaguars as we're three days away from kickoff at the Bank Jags and Chargers. Action Sports Jackson ESPN 690's Brent Martineau continues our live team coverage. It's like he's a 40-year-old quarterback. I mean, he's, he's an old soul in the way that he at least answers the questions. You get that sense from him as well in yesterday's news conference preparing for this?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the big things I think about Trevor yesterday is there was a lot of talk about their offense right now. And even I've said it's been a bit clunky over the last few weeks. Uh, but he said, hey. We're fine. I mean, we had things right there. We were actually playing pretty well. We make two or three plays, and that game looks different. And so I think he's got a super good view of what everybody's kind of talking about without listening to what everybody's talking about. He's got a great feel for all that stuff and a great feel for his own uh, play his own confidence, his own skill set, and then everybody else around him. Yeah, he's 23 years old. He's the youngest quarterback in these AFC playoffs, and and I agree with you. And we've said that for a long time now. He is well beyond his years.
1: Yeah, Brent, I, I don't know if you were there, but I know the team was there from Action Sports, Jacks. Uh, there were a lot of questions about the youth of the AFC quarterbacks and the matchups that are coming. It seems like he's aware of it, but at the same time, he's not really worried about the noise. He's just focused on what's ahead of him.
0: Yeah, I think uh, every – but he likes to make it about this matchup, which it is. I mean, on the outside, this is why the game's in primetime, right? It's Justin Herbert, it's Trevor Lawrence, it's these two young quarterbacks with uh, you know a lot of skills that could be you know running this league for a long time. But he, he always brings this up, and most quarterbacks do. I mean, he's never going to play in a play against Justin Herbert, and he can't be concerned about the about what the other guy's doing. But I would say this: I think as a competitor, and these guys are the ultimate competitors, he wants to put his best on display under the lights for the rest of the nation and say, hey, you can talk about Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and all these guys, Joe Burrow and the like. I'm just as good as him. Hmm. So I think there's a little bit when he puts his head on the pillow at night say, all right, let's show him how good Trevor Lawrence is.
1: I wonder how many hairs are left behind when he does that. <laughs> Sorry, Uh, I I was also struck by if you've ever been a fan and ever gone to a game and it's that loud, electric atmosphere and it's like, does that really motivate the players? He answered that uh, in a couple of different ways yesterday on what the atmosphere was like for the Titans matchup last week and that the need is there yet again to do the same thing for folks who are going again.
0: Yeah, what's interesting to me is that these guys have all played in big-time college atmospheres. Like you're talking you – know, Trayvon Walker played at Georgia. There's 100,000 people there. Mm. You know, you know, Trevor played in these big-time environments at Clemson and other places. And there's so many players from the SEC and, and Big Ten now that all these guys played in front of these massive crowds. But I think what set this one apart a different is for all of us it was the same way – we hadn't seen one like that in a long time and for guys that have been there this year they hadn't seen an all jags crowd like that for guys that have been here two years or even four years like josh allen jawan taylor they hadn't experienced that now you've got to earn a crowd like that and they hadn't earned it up until this point either but i think that's why it felt like wow we haven't oh that's what it sounds like you know one of those type of deals and i think they need it and want it and feed off it but once again i said it all last week they've got to make plays early to get the crowd into it fortunately they made enough plays but i think if they they had made some plays early, we could have been talking about a home field advantage even more so that would have impacted the Titans. I think it did impact Tennessee, but maybe even more so if you start fast.
1: For a week like this, and last week, uh, I would say that uh, you don't necessarily know what day it is, so just call the week Blur's Day, but what is coming up on the schedule today on ESPN 690, Brent?
0: Yeah, well, we got 8 o'clock, uh, we've got Morning Madness, we're extending it all week long, so we're doing 8 a.m. until 10 a.m. coming up on ESPN 690, all the social media channels where you find our show as well, and then 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. Clay Harbor, former Jags tight end, will join us He's fired up about what the Jaguars are doing, uh, so we'll have that coming up a little bit later. And then hit the locker room, and I'll sit down with Arden Key today. Probably won't uh, have too much of that conversation until later in the week, but he has been an under-the-radar, energetic, and very valuable player for the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: On defense, absolutely. We'll follow along every step of the way and look forward to game time.